Salutations, traveler. Welcome to A Peak Beneath the Veil, the podcast edition. If you'd like to throw us a little extra road gold, you can always subscribe to our Twitch channel at twitch.tv slash tabletopnotch. If you're a member of the Amazon Prime domain, you can subscribe for free every month. You can also experience the magic of Tabletop Notch on social media, where a collection of material components for a good time are held. Well then, it seems there is nothing left to do but toss you into this week's episode of A Peak Beneath the Veil. This campaign is called A Peak Beneath the Veil. It's quiet. A distant sunrise blankets the roof of a small cabin with a soft orange glow. The embers in an iron brazier at the door gently smolder having lasted throughout the night. An easy downward slope reaches out toward the ocean, and the stillness of the tall grass belies the tumultuous history of the land. A bloody battlefield now divided into pastures and rural communities, seeking anonymity and new beginnings. In the years following the War of Giants, the coastal villages of the Antisuyu region experienced an unprecedented period of growth. The favorable shipping routes, formerly under the tight-fisted rule of Emperor Pachacamac, opened up to free trade, and stagnation gave way to prosperity. This area became known for a plethora of quality exports, coffee, spices, and ivory, as well as essential construction goods such as lumber, marble, and tin. But not even precious gemstones could hold a candle to the demand for the most prized and exclusive commodity of the region, myconid extract. The myconids are a species of semi-intelligent fungi that populate caves within the mountain ranges of Antisuyu. As a myconid ages, it repeatedly sheds its outermost membrane, and this will happen 20 to 25 times over the course of its natural life, which typically lasts around 100 years. For centuries, the local shamans would use the discarded myconid membranes as incense fodder to be burned for important ceremonies, such as the Mama Akak, or Mother Warrior Ritual, which commemorated the passing of women in these clans who had served in the Yaku Walkanka, a kind of coast guard that warded off pirates and the occasional marrow raid. When the embargo ended and settlers emigrated for the first time in many years, a company of young warlocks who'd been exiled from their home country of Shashi across the Hatun Sea came in search of new beginnings. It was one of these warlocks that discovered through extensive experimentation if you didn't burn the myconid membranes, but instead performed a kind of arcane electrolysis, it would slowly separate into two distinct substances, a brittle clump of pungent fibers and a translucent viscous fluid that would soon become the focal point of the nation's economy. Myconid extract, when consumed in safe dosages, has unparalleled enhancement properties. A single vial could keep a laborer at full strength and alertness for more than a hundred hours. A soldier could march for three days, fight a battle, and march three days back before having to think about stopping for rest. A scholar could absorb the entire contents of dense tomes in one sitting and upon completion recite back facts and figures as if the knowledge was innate. It is not a surprise, then, that desire for the extract grew exponentially and demand rapidly outgrew supply. What were once harmless excursions into the mountains to collect discarded membranes are now violent raids as myconids are captured, imprisoned, and skinned alive to accelerate production. In addition, the exchange of such valuable goods has given rise to a number of peripheral occupations regarding their safe transportation and distribution, as well as questions about the morality of such a trade. 
and it is for that reason that we find ourselves on the southern coast of Antisuya, some 30 miles east of the port of Orinchupa. Operative Jillian Casivo has made a name for herself, disrupting so-called Mykonid harvesting yards, believing them to be barbarous and cruel, and has set out to recruit motivated individuals for a scouting mission that will take us to the heart of the treacherous Shaki Mountains. Among the volunteers are Safira, a ranger with a checkered military background, Erland, a monk of the controversial Atonement's End Monastery, and Graven, a cleric with a complicated relationship to his god of light. Shortly after boarding the carriage that would take them west along the coast, the group is ambushed by a band of Knoll Witherlings, an unusual sight in this part of the continent. Bizarra, a wanted criminal that Jillian kept caged on the back of the wagon, is released in exchange for her assistance in the battle, and a wizard named Orba traveling alone on the road is caught up in the conflict. Finding themselves overmatched, the Knolls begin to flee into the hills, but Jillian, not one to leave loose ends, rides after them while instructing the others to meet her at the Dancing Clam Tavern in Urinchupa. Incentivized by the promise of a hefty sum of gold, Bizarra and Orba complete the party of five, and we begin our trek to the nearby port city, not knowing when we might reunite with Jillian, and wondering whether the Knoll attack was more than mere coincidence. That's all for now. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of A Peek Beneath the Veil on Tabletop Notch. If you enjoyed the show, please tell a friend or leave us a review on the podcast app of your choice. It has been an honor. Until next time, as the Ackley Elves would say, your presence is a gift.